Welcome to the Movie Lab. This is Michael. And I'm Damien. And today, Damien, we're here to start a new series, the Predator series, starting with the original Predator, directed by John McTiernan, starting Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, Kevin Peter Hall, Bill Duke, Jesse Ventura, Shane Black, Alfeda Carrillo, Richard Chavez, and Sonny Langham. To quote the IMDb summary with a bit of Michael spin, a team of commando soldiers on a rescue mission find themselves hunted by an extraterrestrial creature known only as the Predator. Added that last bit in. Uh, Okay, Damien. So this is a film that I have a lot of memories of and a lot of thoughts of going into. But we're going to start with you as always. So, Damien, what are your memories and thoughts going into this film? Uh, So I first saw this film... When I was in year seven, so I was about 12 years old, I want to say, um, I remember I borrowed it from a friend, I got home from school early, I watched it, and I loved it. It was probably like, you know when like you're a kid and like you just kind of obsess over a movie for a bit? Yep. This I was still de- do that. Well, I mean, yeah, same. <laughs> so, not when you're just a kid, but yeah. Uh, so, this was this was that film for a good few months, probably. Just like, really, just really enjoyed because it's, you know, like, when, especially when you're like a 12-year-old kid, like, you know, it's got... It's gory. There's lots of explosions and cool action scenes. It's a cool alien. It's got everything you love. Yeah, and so you know, just yeah, that's like my memories of it. And every few years, I probably watch it, and I always enjoy it. Okay, well, look, my memories are kind of similar to yours. I the first time I actually, you know, the 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 first time I saw this film was because it was recommended to me by my mum of all people. I remember we were at Video Easy and uh, which is a video store in Australia and uh, which doesn't exist anymore to my I, knowledge. I, I Does it still exist? I don't think maybe it's in some rural town somewhere where they can't get There's Netflix. probably at least one left, but you know, not many anymore. But this was back in the day, Damien, when you would have to rent your videos at the video store. And you had to walk up hills both ways to get there. That's right. Yep. <laughs> so look, uh yeah, so I was wandering around and she recommended this film Predator and the box art for this particular VHS had Arnold Schwarzenegger on it holding a gun. Um, no mention, well, I, I don't think I read the blurb on the back, but no mention of anything sci-fi or extraterrestrial or anything like that. So I had no idea what I was getting into. And I don't even think she knew. Um, I just know that that I loved Arnie because I'd seen him in Batman and Robin and I really liked <laughs> Mr. Freeze. And that's, you know, that's the peak that's of his- That's not a joke. That's, that's real. That's, I actually did like that's that. That's the peak of his uh, career right there is that film. Not quite. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I had no idea what the movie was about, and uh, the, the cover didn't really give away anything. It was a really good cover in that sense. So, um, yeah, so I didn't. So watching it, I was really shocked, not knowing what The Predator was and um, and and what, what it looked like or anything. So I, I just remember being completely glued to the screen and, and watching it again, and it was one that I regularly, you know, hired over and over again. So, you know... Going into this film, uh, I hadn't seen it in a little while, but I, I again, I had fond memories of it. So, so let's get into our review, Damien. I think this film works as both an action and a sci-fi and a semi-horror film. There's more of an emphasis on the action and uh, with a little bit of sci-fi in it. But, but yeah, I, I think that this sort of does a nice job of of sort of filling each need on in that regard. Yeah, and it's been. They kind of occupy the film at different times during it. Like, I think early on, you know, when you don't see much of the Predator yet, it definitely gets a lot of those horror kind of vibes. But, you know, it also has, it spends a lot of time with, you know, a lot of time, probably the most time is dedicated to the action, but then it also does, 
make sure, especially when you get into the heavy explanations of what the Predator is, it gets the more sci-fi parts. I feel like this is a sci-fi film that action fans like. Like, you know those big macho guys that like action, you know, um, yeah. like the guys that... This is coming off the heels of a film like Commando. I feel yeah. like even people that like that film, and that's a really macho action film, I feel like people that even like that would come into The Predator yeah. and like that too. And and that makes it kind of unusual, actually. And it sort of separates it from other sci-fi films. Um, so it's, it really separates it from something like Alien, which is, it's just amazing that down yeah. the track those two would cross over. But, and but even yeah. then, like, Aliens is like the action version of that. And that's, again, very different to how the action is kind of done in here. Yeah. Because this does seem like it follows a lot from those 80 action, 80s action films with, like, Commando and whatnot. Now, I wanted to ask you, because um, this is... This was a, a, a something that I hadn't really thought of until watching it this time. What did you think of the opening shot? Because we the, the opening shot is in space. We see the title, the Predator, or the title Predator, and um, we see the ship coming past Earth and dropping off a little ship, which we presume is the one that the Predator comes into. Do you think this was needed? Because are they giving away too much by putting this at the start of the film? Uh, maybe. I'm. I guess I'm not sure. I, I feel like the film wasn't totally marketed with it being an alien. I'm not sure about that. But, I mean, I feel like it's best to not include it. Just because if you have someone who's never seen it before and doesn't know anything about it, I think it's a kind of a nice little surprise in a way, even though it's the main focus of the film, because you're not entirely sure what the Predator is then at that point. Well, look, I I kind of like... I, ha- I had that feeling too, but the, I come out of it with this, and I just think that if you didn't have that shot at the start, you finish this movie thinking, just what the hell was the Predator? Because that is really the only explanation we're given. Without that shot, there's no backstory to the Predator at all. We don't even know if it's an alien. So, I, I actually... Th- there's a lot of mystery surrounding what the Predator really was and what it, where it came from, which is great, but that, that shot was needed, I think. Yeah. you I, need to give I it some explanation. I mean, the, I guess everything else, you could just infer that it's an alien, just because it has its own language that looks very alien and stuff. and Technology and things yeah. like that. But I guess other than that, it doesn't really... Well, it's clearly not human. But I guess other than that, you could it could be something else. Yeah. I think even um, there's the woman that they take with them. I think she refers to it as like a demon or something. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like kind of folklore in that sense. So, so yeah. I uh, guess I guess it can be... You can put that in there. Yeah. I, I, I really love the team in this film. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jesse Ventura, Carl Weathers uh, playing Dylan. Um, we've got Shane Black playing another character. Um, we've got Billy um, and uh, and Chavez, who was the, probably the boringest of the lot. And uh, and Bill Duke as well, playing another one of the, the commandos. I really love this group because it feels like they've been together forever. They've all got yeah. their own little roles. And they definitely have a good amount of chemistry between them. It feels very natural when they're joking and riffing off each other. Yeah, and the first act of the film really shows you the dynamics between Dutch and his crew, who, Dutch being played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, it's funny with Arnold because uh, I think he's great in this film. I think he's great in pretty much everything that he's in including Batman and Robin, uh, because it, even though he's not a good actor, he's really not, um, he just has a lot of charisma and stage presence about yeah. him. And I don't know whether it's just his size, um, you know, that he, I mean, he's the biggest, even in this film, there are a lot of really buff guys and he's still the biggest. Um, but 
I, I don't think it's just that. He does have a real presence about him and uh, and a real sort of charisma. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and so I think he, for that reason, he really pulls it off in this one. Um, I, you know, and the, the team, though, are these real um, battle-hardened, sort of super tough, really sort of cocky as well, team of commandos. That, kind of like the, the, the macho bond. men kind of thing, like... Oh, you yeah. about earlier. Well, Jesse Ventura, who actually was a wrestler, I think, from, from just from looking at his IMDb page, he was um, probably the ma- most macho and most cocky of them all. And uh, he was a really cool character. And I think a good performance, as, as performances from wrestlers go, this was a pretty good one. So I really liked him. Uh, and I liked both Bill Duke and, and Chavez as well, as they were sort of the more quiet killers. And we've got uh, Sonny Langham as Billy, who's the you know he's the Native American that knows things, <laughs> and um and and Shane Black is kind of the awkward one, yeah. And it's you like, know what's funny because his character wears glasses, and uh, I thought it was a little not odd that he wore glasses, but only coming out of the film, I sort of thought to myself, well, I wonder whether they gave him the glasses only because if he hadn't have been wearing those glass glasses, he and Chavez look almost exactly the same. Like, you might not have even been able to tell them apart. Yeah, maybe. I think also, maybe it's kind of just to add to the character, because he's kind of like the nerd of the group. (laughs) Yeah, he's kind of an awkward one from a different film. Yeah, Um, so I guess that's maybe just to help categorize him a bit better. And, of course, Dylan, played by Carl Weathers, comes into this team as kind of the temp just for this mission. And you can see very early on that he's not quite as tough and not quite as competent as the others. And And not quite as welcomed. They're very... eerie about him yeah they're testing him right from the start even when uh jesse ventura's character sort of spits the the what is, what is he chewing that chewing tobacco oh uh, yeah yeah the, the tobacco and he spits it on his foot um i thought that was a good little moment of of him testing them hmm. and uh and there's another scene where carl weathers um character Dylan almost gives the way their position by knocking over a couple of rocks while they're trying to be stealthy and and that that again sort of highlights that he's maybe been out of the game for a little while they got um, him pushing pencils yeah yeah CIA got you pushing too many pencils <laughs> God. okay you got me to do an Arnold impression yeah well done I was trying to avoid that <laughs> okay all right so yeah so I, I really like the characters in this film it was actually really strong particularly for what could have been a really big, dumb action film. They've actually got some really good characters here and some great dynamics there. So I, I really appreciate that. It's one of the best things about this film. There's actually a subplot very early on in the film. This plot is pretty simple, but um, there's a subplot early on in the film that, that, that that's really there just as an excuse to get these guys into the jungle. And it leads to a really brutally violent scene. Um, and uh, and this is actually much more violent than I remember. It gives us a really great action scene and shows us just how good this team of commandos are. And uh, and I think later on in the film, it makes the Predator seem that much more powerful, knowing that this team of commandos are, um, are as strong and as powerful as they are, um, and that the Predator is able to just sort of toy with them later on. It just sort of, again, it shows how powerful the Predator is. Yeah, I agree. It's... Um... I will say that I feel like this this action scene it's kind of it's less interesting in a sense instead of a lot of the other scenes like just in terms of how the camera works it's very kind of stale like you get to see a lot of the action really well but there's not a lot of I don't know fanfare to the how it's shot and presented yeah sense, um, yeah I just think oh, it's that, a weird it, I, it's a weird setup to that scene because we've got this as I said it's a subplot that that has nothing to do with the rest of the film. And uh, and what are they even doing there? I, I always sort of miss this part of the film. I, They're going in to rescue someone. I believe and, 
I think they're trying to get Intel is the thing is it's a rebel group or something in South yeah. America. And then that's the whole the whole kind of thing. The whole purpose of them going there is to get them into the jungle, which isn't that the whole point is that because, you know, uh, Carl Withers is um, trying to get them in there to find the Predator or whatever. Isn't that kind of... Is that not what the intention was? No, I don't think he knew anything about the Predator. Okay. So, so I always kind of assumed that that was... No, I, I don't uh, think that's ever explicitly said. Um, that, but really, and as I said, it has nothing to do with the rest of the plot. So re- it's just an excuse for these guys to go in and show what they can do. And it's the only... I feel like without this scene, there's not much action in it. I mean, there is action, but this is the only big action scene that we get. Yeah. And given that they're holding these massive guns, one of them's got a minigun. You know, <laughs> like, it just gives us an excuse to be able to show those sorts of things off. Because it, it really has nothing to do with the rest of the film. Despite that, though... I I think the scene is fine. It's not the highlight of the film or anything like that. But for a film that has nothing to do with the rest of it, uh, sorry, for a scene that has nothing to do with the rest of the film, um, it, it it's fine. Like I, I don't I don't mind that scene. So I think the the fact that they were able to pull that off is um is you know commendable. It's it's a to me it's just a very passable scene, like compared to the rest of the film, which I think is a lot more just interesting in how it's presented and how each scene plays out. It's just, to me, it's possible. You know, because from there, it's basically a horror sci-fi film. And it kind of goes into this slasher film as well, where every character starts to go down one by one. And often and, pretty violent ways. Yeah, that's right. And from Act 1 onwards, there's a very slow build and, until it's basically Predator versus Dutch and his team, or Dutch himself. Uh, I love the setting of this film, the jungle. Uh, it's got this the madness of the jungle, kind of like from Apocalypse Now, and w- everything's hot and sweaty, and they're isolated. And they look very hot and sweaty. They do. Yeah, they're yeah. kind of gross to look at in that sense. Yeah, they do. And, but, but it just it builds helps this tension, it, yeah. this claustrophobic sort of tension in the film. Now, the Predator himself, I think this film does a really good job at creating a sense of intrigue and mystery for the Predator. Because at first we only see him through a first-person viewpoint. Later we'll see just a couple of glimpses here and there. And this is where I would say that it, it borrows a bit from Alien because the appearance of this creature keeps changing. First he's hidden in cloak, then he's armoured, then we finally see him at the end with his mask off, which is a really big reveal. And, you know, I love the, the, tw- I love the twisted face of this creature when you see it. It's... um. You know, the behavior is so intelligent and measured, and it's clearly a very smart creature and a very smart alien, but the facial armor is is really smooth and slick. So it was just a, a really good twist to see and a shock to see that when the creature actually reveals its face, it's just this mangled mess of teeth and, and bright colors, and it's sort of fishy looking. It's got these beady little eyes. It's kind of like an experiment gone wrong. Yeah. And, um, and, and even the hairs on its face, as well as the dreadlocks, just add to this jumbled up of features that it's just uncomfortable to look at. So I think they really nailed the look of it. Like, predator. it really looks like alien, although he's still a very human. Like body well, he's a all. humanoid body. Yeah. yeah. But like the face of it really sells you on this extraterrestrial, horrifying creature. Did you think that his armor, the first time viewing this, I know that was a long time ago for both of us, but I think the first time I saw this film, I thought that the mask actually was his face. And it was kind of a, a reveal to see that, that, that he even had another look to him. I think I think I thought the same thing as well. But then, yeah, I just think, just like the, the look of him, it's like very like, beasty and terrifying like you know that's the beast under the that is the beast that's been hunting them that whole time under that armor they really nailed the animatronics on the on the face as well with the teeth 
And, you know, it would have been really, I think, easy to have just had some stupid monster that was really powerful and bloodthirsty. Like the original uh, concepts? Yeah, the original concept for this film was sort of like a weird dinosaur duck thing. It was played by... um... By... Jean-Claude Van Damme, yeah, right. which sounds wrong, but it actually was true. And there's, there's footage there's, yeah, of him, behind-the-scenes footage of him. Yeah. It looks very silly. Yeah. I, why they would have got him, of all people, to play that, I I don't mm. know. But I don't think he liked it because you could never tell it was him during any of it. No. So, it, it was an odd choice. And thank... If that... It, you know, if they hadn't got this creature right, this film sort of ends right there. I don't think anyone yeah. would be talking about the Predator today if it weren't for that. So... Yeah, they, they, they nailed it with the creature. And, um, you know, I, yeah, I, I think that that's something that makes this series really great is just having this, this, this great creature. And, and there are scenes showing the predator observing and, and learning about human characters as well, which to me, th- th- these are some of the best scenes in the, in the film because we, we're sort of always trying to learn a bit more about the creature. Mm. And, uh, and I also like how he has this weird sort of honor system as well where he doesn't kill people that aren't armed yeah yeah like he, like the character of anna there's one point where she wasn't holding a gun and he doesn't go for her and and we learn more about this creature's motives just through that and like that's the thing you know to make it feel more like this intelligent hunter that really is trying to get the best game you know that's yeah. the whole point of it at the end um the predator faces off against dutch and it's it almost seems like the predator accepts that dutch is a great warrior and fights him hand to hand because of that and I love the predator's movement in these scenes, it, like the way he sort of he goes down. He lives, he um, so he has his arms outstretched and he has his face forward. And it's a really pushing that very intimidating yeah. face forward into Arnold's is, is a really really good, you know, um, physical acting in that part. Uh, the the predator was stronger and more powerful than Dutch, and and you know Dutch was lucky to win really with yeah. the. Yeah, it was really just because he, he was out. He was out pretty much cold, and it was only by knocking off um, one of the one of the traps that the predator happened to be in at the time. That yeah. I think that's part of it is that you know he's trying to Dutch realize that he can't really fight him one to one. He's trying to outsmart him in a sense, and it makes it feel a lot more earned when you see that the predator himself isn't you know an idiot. He's intelligent too, and you know he's obviously put a lot of thought into how he hunts. But obviously, in the end, he was just outsmarted. And then, of course, at the end, the predator blows himself up and and laughs as he does it, almost mimicking Sonny's laugh from the beginning. Yep. That was another thing. The predator seemed to not speak, not not have a language of his own, really, but but mimic some of the the um, the speech that a lot of the human yeah. characters had. And that was a really good example. That laugh was just so evil coming out of the predator as as he as he blows himself up. Um, I like that. Now we we touched on this earlier, but I like that we don't get much of an explanation or an understanding of what the predator actually was or why he came to Earth. The again, the character of Anna, and I think this is one of the only reasons she's even in the film, is that she gives some sort of explanation that there's a demon that comes to Earth and and starts hunting at when when it gets really hot. Yeah. <laughs> so there is some sort of explanation that this is something that has happened before. Um, but apart from that, we really don't get much of the uh, or much backstory of the predator creature so yeah um you know i think that's something that that is a strength of the film i don't think we really need to know any more about the predator i think we are going to learn a little bit more about the predator I, in, in something future tells me films. We will, yeah 
but uh, but for this one, I think they got that just right. And I think the credits at the end were pretty funny. Um, it sort of felt like a like a really cheesy like the A Team TV show where you know they cut to everyone and they sort of turn around and smile at the camera. The worst one is definitely with Carl Weathers where they actually he's standing there and someone throws a gun and he catches it and smiles almost like he's working in an office or something and someone yeah. like he answers the phone like it was <laughs> that was really cheesy but I mean it's, it's kind it's of fun. fun. It yeah. is fun. Yeah, yeah. All right. So now we've spoken about it a bit, Damien. Do you recommend? Predator. Yes, it's uh, yeah, it's a classic. You've probably seen it if you're listening to this. You've probably seen Predator. You probably like Predator. Most people like Predator, so of course I'm going to recommend it. You know, uh, once we get to some of the other films in this series, maybe not. <laughs> but uh, this, the first one, this year, definitely recommend. If you haven't seen it, go watch it immediately. It's great. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to echo most of what you said there, Damien. Uh, this film is really important. Well, it's not important to me, but it's a film that's really uh, special to me. It's, it's one of my favourite action sci-fi films and one that I've loved for a long time. So, yeah, absolutely, 100% recommend this film. I think it's one of the better action sci-fi films out there, even to this day. And I think it created a really cool character um, or creature that even today is one of the better sci-fi creatures so yeah looking forward to doing the rest of this series Uh, i know you're not that optimistic about some of the other ones in the series but we'll get to them when we get to them but uh really great start so i'm loving the predator yep and uh if you want to find us on social media anywhere you can find us at twitter at at movie lab dot at movie lab pod i always have trouble with that facebook is the same at movie lab pod and then SoundCloud Movie Lab Podcast. Yes, you can find us there. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time with Predator 2.